So today is Saturday. I'm recording the podcast on a weekend. And this morning when I woke up, I instantly felt this feeling of sort of panic slash dread going on. Like that was the feeling that was looming over my head. I don't even think I realized that it was Saturday when I was waking up. I was just, it was a whole blur. And I realized that this feeling that I was feeling was my work anxiety and that my work anxiety was starting to creep into my weekends. Like I did not feel good when I woke up. So I'm like, why, you know, why is this happening? Why am I feeling this way? I shouldn't be letting my work anxiety affect the only free time that I have. You know, as I was sitting in bed this morning, I just felt so trapped because I was like, no matter what I'm doing, I can't really get away from this work anxiety. You know, it's Friday, I finally catch a break. Saturday and Sunday roll around the corner and it's like in the blink of an eye, the work week starts again. And so I just feel so trapped right now with that feeling looming over my head. I've honestly, I mean, I'm sure as many of you guys know, I've been in the midst of my very long mental breakdown and I have reached the point this morning where I'm kind of like, you know what? I need to get out of this and I need to figure out what I can do to enjoy life a little more. I can't just be living in this dread 24-7, seven days a week, you know? I need to learn how to just, I guess, live. I mean, I'm in my 20s, but sometimes I feel like I've aged 50 years. And that shouldn't be the case because I'm still in my youthful years. These are the years I should still have energy. These are the years I should still have hope for the future, you know what I mean? But here I am just reaching my low of low points and life feels like it's not getting any better. So with this realization that like I need to enjoy life a little bit more and I just need to make an effort to actually make that happen, today I want to talk about taking risks slash YOLO. Um, I know YOLO is such an old phrase that we all used to use in middle school. It was used as a meme, it was cringy, whatever. But for some reason, the phrase YOLO has always stuck with me. And I think it's the idea that, I mean, people are memeing on the fact that you only live once so you can do all this stupid shit. But like, in my head, when I process the meaning of YOLO, it's more than just using it as an excuse to do stupid things because you only live once. YOLO to me is you only live once, so just might as well enjoy life. I don't know, that that quote, that phrase, you only live once, has never really left my life, even though it was, you know, trendy lingo back when I was in middle school. Um, YOLO has just always been my favorite catchphrase. And I remember in high school, when I was a little bit less sad, I used to think about the term YOLO occasionally, and it sort of made me feel empowered, because every time I would hesitate to do something, every time I would question whether or not I should be you know, making this sort of decision, the thought that came to my head was YOLO, you know, you're only going to live once, so might as well do it and might as well enjoy life. Little story here, my sister once called me to interview me for a school project, and and in that school project, she was supposed to conduct an interview with someone that she admires in life. I don't know why she chose me, and she was supposed to record that interview submit it as part of a project, and then write a whole essay about it. The topic was all about what motto you live life by, like what your favorite quote was and how you incorporate that into everyday life and how it's impacted your life. 
And the only thing I talked about for the entirety of that interview was, unfortunately, YOLO. I was literally like, okay, YOLO is my favorite quote. And the whole time, I was just cry laughing because it was so funny. She was interviewing me at 10 p.m. as I was getting late night breakfast on campus because they had some event going on. And our mascot was just roaming around the quarters. And, you know, it was so much was going on. And the whole time... I was just preaching about the quote YOLO. I could not stop crying because I just thought it was so funny. And you could visibly hear me just tremble the entire interview because I was just trying so hard not to laugh. It was a whole mess. She submitted my interview full of wheezing and crying. Um, So I'm sorry to my sister for that. But anyways, point being is that YOLO has, for some reason, always stuck with me, which sounds stupid, but it has. And I'm sort of in this paradox situation where even though YOLO is my favorite catchphrase and I love the idea that, you know, if you only live once, might as well live the way you enjoy, might as well take that risk, you know? Like, even though YOLO has always been my favorite catchphrase, I am actually the total opposite of what I aspire to be. At least me right now, you know, in my recent years, I have not been one to take risks. I may have had this YOLO mindset back when I was in middle school or high school, but as I started aging, I played everything very safely. I stopped taking risks. I let the world and the things that I was scared of stop me from having that sort of mindset. I just, I just, for some reason, I felt like it was better to always play it safe. And I found comfort in playing it safe, But I didn't necessarily feel fulfilled all the time. And I'll get more into that later. Um, But now that I've reached this low, low point in life, it's starting to come back to me. It's like I woke up and I realized I can't live feeling like this for the next 40 years, 50 years, 60 years. So might as well do something about it now where I'm young and thriving. Or at least I'm at the age where I'm supposed to be thriving. My mindset today, my mindset as of right now, is totally opposite of the mindset that I had maybe three days ago. My normal, timid self. I'm just, you know, I'm at the point where it's like, why am I letting myself drown in my own sorrows? And why am I holding myself back from living the life I want to live? So then what can I do about it? I can take on the YOLO mindset again. I can start taking risks again in life to feel a little more fulfilled. I probably won't have this mindset for long. I will probably shrivel back up into the typical scared little mindset that I have. But before that happens, I just want to talk about taking risks and living by the phrase YOLO while I still feel empowered to do so. When I'm talking about YOLO and taking risks, I'm really talking about taking smaller scale risks here. I'm not saying take risks that can flip your whole world upside down, you know, like buying that expensive apartment when you don't have a job or money or quitting your job when you have no plan B or C or D or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about those big risks because, you know, you never know what's going to happen with those really. Today, I'm talking about taking small risks, risks that at the end of the day, will bring you some sort of fulfillment, will make you happy that you took them, and that'll just make life a little bit more exciting. Now, a lot of people tend to avoid taking risks, including me, especially me, 
And it sort of holds us back from living life the way we want to, even if the risk is minimal. And the main reason for that is taking risks are scary. And I think the things that primarily hold us back from taking risks are fear and guilt, you know, fear of being judged, fear of failing, fear of having a bad outcome because you don't entirely know what's going to happen after you take the risk. Maybe you feel guilt for wasting time or guilt for wasting money. Um, You know, we stop ourselves from taking risks and it's all because of fear and guilt. The fear and guilt that you feel is almost like a giant wall that's holding us back and we kind of have to start to chip at it um, to get to the point where we can break through and like really be content with taking risks. Um, I mean, even recently, I've had a lot of trouble taking the smallest risks. For example, a few weeks ago, I was at a restaurant eating hot pot and there was this man sitting across from me. I think he was probably in his 70s and his outfit was really cool. His hair was dyed red. He had these space looking sunglasses. He had this really cool watch. He had this white jumpsuit on and Honestly, it reminded me of something that Kim Kardashian had worn. And so I thought it was really cool that this guy was like 70, wearing the coolest outfit. I don't know. I just like mad respect, right? And so he was sitting across from me. He was eating alone. And I noticed that he was very observant. You know, he was just looking around at everybody else eating. And I think he was just really enjoying the food. He seemed like he was having a good time, enjoying his hot pot, sitting alone, watching the crowds around him. And for some reason, I really admired that, like, that touched my heart. And I really wanted to say something to him. Like, I wanted to let him know that, you know, I liked his outfit, I liked his sunglasses, and I don't know, just, I really wanted to let him know that. But for some reason, I was too scared to take that risk of just talking to someone that I didn't know, talking to a stranger. And the whole time I was eating, I was like, uh, should I say something? Should I not say something? And I, I knew in my heart I wanted to say something to this guy, but I just, I couldn't. I was too scared. It was out of my comfort zone to talk to someone I didn't know. And, you know, I'm as I was leaving the hot pot place, I was just, I was looking at the guy and I was like, man, missed opportunity here. I had this whole opportunity and I didn't do it. And I look back and I still regret it. I wanted to let him know that his outfit was cool and it could have made his day because he clearly put effort in trying to compose a sort of futuristic outfit. And I was like, I just left and I didn't say anything. There are a lot of social factors that prevent me from taking risks. So even though my mind is like, you know, you only live once, you're not going to get this opportunity again. You'll feel great when you do it. It's the fear of socializing that can hold me back. So I've encountered a lot of social risks that I wasn't willing to take. If it was, you know, just me letting someone know that they were wearing a cute outfit or that I liked their hair or whatever, like I would usually not take that risk to let that other person know that I like what they were wearing or something like that. Another, (coughs) 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 I don't know what just happened there. (coughs) Another aspect of life where I tend to play it safe instead of taking risks is money. Now, money's a complicated subject. It's, for me, I've had a lot of trouble, I think, balancing taking the risk of either spending money on something I might enjoy versus not take the risk, play it safe, save my money, not buy the thing that I wanted, and, you know, that little extra chunk of money can go sit in my bank account so that I have a little more, 
in the long run. Now, I am typically someone who likes to save money because that's just how I was raised. I was raised in a family where it was never about luxury brands. We looked through the coupon books weekly. We did a lot of, you know, saving money where we could, not spending money on the things we didn't really need. And that was just the money mindset that I was used to. And so growing up with that, my mindset now as an adult is, you know, to save my money. But then there are also a lot of times where I'm like, okay, there's this concert that I really wanna go to. For example, the Sabrina Carpenter concert. She had recently released tour dates and I had been eyeing her tickets for week after week after week. And I think they, they weren't even that expensive, but for some reason, I couldn't get myself to buy the tickets, even though I knew it was gonna be an experience that I would enjoy even though I had been listening to her album nonstop and I I knew I I wanted to see her live, I couldn't bring myself to buy the tickets. And so that was an experience I was willing to give up in order to save money. I wasn't willing to take the risk. But what if I did take the risk? Then that would have been something that would have made my night, that would have taken my mind off the stress I've been feeling, that would have made life a little bit more interesting and exciting. So it's like I have a problem with balancing money versus experiences or you know buying things that might bring me a little bit of joy another example is buying a new phone i've had my phone for four years it works perfectly fine but part of me wanted to buy a new phone just because i like the new iphone cameras and i wanted to be like those girlies who take the photos with a 0.5 lens and i was like okay i am not just gonna buy the phone out of nowhere like i need to do something to deserve to buy this phone and so i set a goal of If I can make enough money through my small business to buy a new iPhone, then I will buy the iPhone. Fast forward to a few months later, I made more than enough money through my small business to buy an iPhone. But did I do it? No, because here I am still telling myself, I don't need the phone, it's better for me to save the money, things like that. I just, it's hard for me to figure out at what point should I start taking the risk of spending the money if I want to spend it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm young. I have a job. I have a small business. I should be enjoying life. So why am I being so hard on myself on these little things that might bring me enjoyment? Why am I not taking that risk? Especially for the concert. It's like you only live once. Listening to music live is like an amazing experience. So why skip out on that? Like in the long run, is $100 going to affect me that much? Probably not, you know, so I just have a lot of trouble balancing the monetary risks in life that I'm willing to take and and there are so many things. There are so many fears and feelings of guilt that hold us back from taking risks. A lot of people stop themselves from wearing a cute outfit or sharing your art, uploading your first YouTube video, uploading your first TikTok video. We all just stop ourselves from taking that risk. Even though in your heart, it might be like, I know that I worked really hard on this YouTube video. I made it and I really want to upload it, but but I'm not going to. You know, a lot of life is what you make of it. And should we be letting our fears and our guilt hold us back? Or should we be stronger than our fears and our guilt and just go for it? Not even think about it. Just... Don't, like, if it's a small risk, like, complimenting someone else, like, don't even think about it. Just go for it. Don't think about the pros or the cons. Know that you'll feel better after it. Know that you took a step outside of your comfort zone. This is your only opportunity to do so. You only live once, so just do it. And if things go wrong, 
if let's say you compliment someone and for some reason it goes wrong, which most likely it will not. But if it goes wrong, it's just going to be another distant memory in someone's head and it'll eventually fade away and not even be a memory, you know? Fear distracts us from the fact that we're capable of doing things. Like I said, it's never easy to get over that feeling of fear. Sometimes it takes you to reach a certain low point in life to really just be like, fuck it, you know what I mean? Playing it safe all the time can be unfulfilling. It's safe, but is it bringing you happiness? If there's something that you really want and you're in a position where you can buy it, but it's a little bit more expensive, then what's going to go wrong if you do buy it? Or if you wear an outfit that you totally love, but it's not something you typically wear, people might look at you. People might recognize that you're dressing different than you normally would. People might even judge you. But (laughs) I guess getting a little bit existential here, at the end of the day, it's just going to be someone else's memory. And in the long run, you know, even further down the line, none of us are going to exist. The people who cause you to feel judged or fearful aren't going to exist. And if we don't exist, that means the memories don't exist. Which then means it's likely that nothing we do is ever going to matter in the grand scheme of the world. So taking a little risk, wearing something that you want to wear, complimenting someone isn't going to matter. You see, normally I let people's thoughts about me really affect my day-to-day actions, which is why I am so anxious and which is why I am so scared of taking risks. But by taking these small risks that you've always wanted to take, it can, number one, help you build confidence because it's like, I was able to take that risk. I stepped out of my comfort zone, I took the risk, and I'm still standing, I'm still surviving after taking the risk, regardless of whether the outcome was good or bad. I'm still here. Secondly, as I said, taking risks will make you feel more fulfilled in life. It's like you were able to do something. You were able to accomplish something that you haven't done before. And that's an exciting thing. You know, don't try to push yourself to the point where you're super uncomfortable and super anxious. And if it's something you're for sure, you know, you're positive, you don't want to do, don't do it. But if it's something that'll bring you happiness, that'll bring you fulfillment, even if it's a little scary or risky, then I say go for it. Wear the outfits that you want to wear. Spark that new conversation that you want to spark. Pay that extra $2 for guacamole on your Chipotle once in a while. Treat yourself to that cute top you saw at the mall. Buy that venti Starbucks drink instead of ordering just a tall. And this means that you are living life on your own terms, by your own means, not letting fear control every aspect of your life, you know? Of course, there's always going to be that ounce of fear that controls maybe more than an ounce. There's always going to be fear that controls our lives. Breaking through the little things and taking the little risks and realizing, hey, if I do this, life might just feel better. You know, you might feel more empowered or it might just introduce a little something extra in your life that you can look forward to. I mean, even the tiniest things like wearing makeup if you usually don't or spontaneously eating out for dinner even if you were planning to cook at home like those are the little moments that can bring you joy those are the little risks you can take that just spice life up you know i think the biggest takeaway from this especially for me as i woke up this morning is that life really is what you make of it i mean for the past month i've been letting myself drown in my sorrows you know i haven't really taken control of 
my feelings. I've been letting myself lay in bed. I've been letting the anxiety eat me up, which of course, it's, it can be extremely hard to get out of that. But it's almost as if I haven't made an ounce of effort to get out of that. And so just realizing that I can't let this feeling of dread consume me forever and that I should be living a life that makes me happy, especially in my young adult years. Um, that's what I'm going to start trying to do. For those of you who listened to the last podcast, you know how I was talking about how I wanted to book that Vegas trip last week? You know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. Who cares? Because the pretty lights are there and because I just want to enjoy life. And so thank you all for listening. And I will see you guys next week with another episode of Young Adult Problems. Peace.